Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Positive Approach to Care welcomes you to the Dementia Care Partners podcast, brought to you by Nurse Partners, serving Philadelphia and the surrounding areas, because there's no place like home. My name is Greg Phelps, and joining me as usual is Tipa Snow. Tipa, a recent article by the, um, I think it's the Alzheimer's Association, concludes that risks should be addressed and mitigated by primary care physicians to reduce the risk of people developing cognitive decline through lifestyle modifications. Now, can you put that into English? Is that diet, exercise, <laughs> education, lifelong learning? Uh-huh. Yeah, so what's happening is the tricky part is what they said to prevent cognitive losses. And it's like, well, no, it's risk reduction. And that's what I agree with. Now, the things that they identified are exactly the things we've been talking about for some time, which is distress elimination. We got to get rid of distress because distress is cortisol. It's not a healthy thing. We want to drop it down to, you know, everybody should have something that gives them a sense of value and purpose, but not be distressed about it. So reducing your distress level. Now, it's a little bit than reducing your stress level. It's your distress level. That point at which you feel like, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what you're expecting. I, you know, that high, high, high stress or what we call distress. I'm not sleeping. I'm, I'm worrying kind of stuff. Now, the second one is really exercise. And that idea of getting aerobic multiple times a week for a period of time, 20, 30 minutes at a time minimum, so that you really do use the circulatory system that you've got up in the microcirculation of your brain to really stimulate it. And it turns out exercise is one of those things. Yeah, we should be doing that pretty regularly. It's got to be moderately vigorous. It doesn't have to be outrageous, but it does need to be vigorous. And we are talking short of breath just a little bit not running out of breath, but just a little short. Um, We should be getting social, but social in a way we enjoy. So social enjoyment um, and engaging with others is a healthy behavior to do risk reduction. And so is eating well. And so is sleeping well. Now, here's the tricky part. If I go, Greg, you need to turn this around. So I want you to, here's your new regime. Yeah, I follow orders really well, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah especially mm-hmm. at my old age where I'm pretty set in my ways, and yeah, yeah, I just hear Tipa going wah 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 wah. Well, and here's the tricky part: when we talk about these changes, if they aren't lifelong changes, they don't really work that well. <laughs> well, I was going to ask that because lifelong, be lifelong. <laughs> you know, we talked uh, uh, several podcasts ago about uh, a study, University of Tasmania in Australia, they came to these exact same conclusions and but they didn't try and say anything else other than you have to start early. Don't wait till it's too late. You have to start early. Well, that's great, but I need something to do today. Yeah. And so this thing about, okay, well, how about a baby step? What would be, you know, tell me two things you feel like of those five, what are two that you're doing pretty good at? Well, I, I think exercise would be one and, and cool. un- unfortunately, socialization is not another one at the oh. moment. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that one's still an issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, and eating healthy. That's always a great one. 
Okay, so you're doing pretty decent with eating healthy and exercising. So of the other options, what's one that you would like to work a little bit on maybe doing something different? Like you're not really that excited or satisfied by how you're doing. What would you like to think? Yeah, I think most of us are struggling with the socialization right now because it's all all phone, it's all Zoom. You know, it's not the same as the human interaction. And this is an anomaly. We have to acknowledge that. You know, hopefully this is, you know, going away and we'll be back to being able to hug and, you know. Yeah, but one of the things that we did right before we did the podcast today is you showed me some things that you had gone out and done, which is take some pictures of some animals. And you put the animals up and boy, did that engage both of us. And we were using our brains really actively and we were looking and talking and you were sharing something and I was sharing something and we were laughing. And so I think sometimes we get in our mind, well, I want it like this. And it's like, that's great. Can you have it like that? No. All right. Well, what can we do that might be moving us toward that idea? You know, could we set up at least getting together, you show me your, your photos and I'll do X, at least some, because, you know, yes, no, it's not the same, but it's better than just bemoaning the loss of we don't have social opportunities. We admit that we were looking at pictures of a vulture. Yeah, well, a vulture, <laughs> yeah, we were looking at vultures. Greg had some amazing vulture pictures. You should check out. He's out in California, and he had some amazing vultures, apparently from, you know, that area. But he also talked about ones high in the mountains. And what I'm now doing is, even though that's gone, I wasn't doing that, I am re-sharing the words, the story, the meaning And that is incredibly healthy for a brain because I'm firing a bunch of synapses without my interaction with Greg. I would never, I would never known that. So I wouldn't have had that. Ooh. And, and so they, they eat the, this is the only vulture, right? Greg, that eats the bones of other animals and they follow wolves to find what the wolf kills and they let the wolf do their thing. And then they just pick up a bone and they go way high and they drop it and it shatters. I was going to say, it's sort of like the government. They just swoop in and take the taxes. And (laughs) it shatters. And I, so, you know, does it matter about the vulture? No, not really. What it was really about is both of us got a chance to engage one another and do something with our brain. And I think, you know, is that a lifelong change? No, COVID right now is our big change. And so how do we, how do we get through this until we can get back to what we really want to do? And how do we recognize when somebody's brain is changing, their ability to hold on to stuff may be not there, but doing something doesn't have any less value if there's enjoyment in the doing of it. It's just, we got to let go of the idea that it's going to get held on to in a way and that they remember where it came from. So, I mean, I have people with dementia who say, you know, I read somewhere and it's like, no, you got that from talking to me. Um, <laughs> and it's like, does it really matter to you? No, it doesn't. Let it go. So, you know, sometimes I think what we get ourselves stuck in is uh, what we can't fix and we forget what we can do something about. And that's where we're, we're, we're pretty committed to. I don't disagree with what they said, but, you know, like making it sound like if you don't do this, you know, you're going to head down that pathway to dimension. It's like, well, I might do it anyway. You know, I might be on that path already and we just don't know it. But still, there's nothing wrong with these suggestions unless they're made as rules. Deepa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. 
You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast, a presentation of positive approach to care brought to you by Nurse Partners, because there's no place like home. Check out their website at nursepartners.org.